Welcome to Journey on My Mind. This is a new podcast that we've been... Um, we're going to scratch that and start over. <laughs> Welcome to Journey on My Mind. We are in this... Oh, boy. <laughs> it, it happened. It's happened. This is... this this. I know. As soon as you get that thing in your head. Yep. We're going to be here for like hours with... Yeah. No, he's got it this time. This are you is done one. now? Okay. Yeah, you're good. You Ready? Done. Go. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit journeytn.com. Hi, welcome to Journey on My Mind. This is Kevin, and I just want to give you some quick information about the upcoming uh, progress that we're making on Journey on My Mind. We've created for its own purposes, its own channel, and it's called Journey on My Mind. And uh, if you go to Apple Podcasts or if you go to Spotify, you go anywhere where you get your podcasts and you put in Journey on My Mind, it'll come up. And this will be the last Journey on My Mind that is going to be on the Journey Now feed. Mm -hmm. So please, if you if this is something that is benefiting you and you have found yourself um, interested in where we're going, please share it with your friends. Um, please give us some kind of rating because we're going to try and get this out into the greater part of the world as this is... Um, <clears throat> a common question that we're getting about mental health and spirituality and biblical counseling and how that all fits together. And this is what we're dedicated to on this podcast is to have a conversation around how the mind works and how the soul works and how that all comes together in a place that we call Journey Church. This is still going to be a product of Journey Church and a um, an extension of the Journey Now podcast, but it will have its own channel. So just a reminder that after this episode of Journey on My Mind, you will need to find it on its own feed. And we will get this information out over and over again. And I just want to remind you that um, as we do this, we are expecting to get questions and we are expecting to um, answer those questions. If we can't answer them on the show itself, uh, we will try to answer them in other ways through either text or through email, depending upon how you contact us. You can contact us at sam at journeytn.com or kevin at journeytn.com. There's a text line. It is in the show notes. So feel free to reach out to us if this prompts any questions. With that, I want to uh, kick off our show this morning uh, with Dave and with uh, Sam. Again, Dave Verhagen, a uh, psychologist with Southeast Psych, with author, uh, just a, um, a good friend of the show, and also the star of the show that Sam and <laughs> I would say. That's right. Yes. And then there's Sam Barnhart, Yo. care pastor, hey, hey. a bazillion years of ministry experience uh, from here to Seattle to Chicago, Chicago to, back again. Yeah. Kentucky, and, uh, Indiana. Yeah. And I've been a pastor for 33 years. So yeah. wow. All over in Pennsylvania and now seven years here in Tennessee. So Kevin, Sam, and Dave, and sometime in the near future, we will be adding another voice to this mix. Yeah. And we're we are, excited about that. Yeah. We are really excited Amazing. about that. Amazing. So. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, we have um, a lot of topics that we want to cover. But so, how was your week, you guys? Oh, I've had it, some crazy it, stuff. That, <laughs> yeah. To be honest, it would be its own episode. We need a, 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 sub, a crazy episode. Yeah, we need its own feed now. Mm -hmm. Not just a journey on my mind have its own feed, but my crazy stories. stories. Yes. Yeah. Oh. But let me just say, none tragic, but all some really nutty stuff that's gone on. Okay. So uh, just, I'll say, 
Good week overall. Good week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And one thing I will say that I is is good. I'll brag on my kids. This is one of the benefits of having adult kids is that for Mother's Day, I said to two of my the two kids who live in town, do you want to go out to eat? Do you want to have takeout or do you want to cook? <laughs> and they were like, let's cook for mom. They made the whole shopping list. Wow. They went shopping. They prepped. They cooked. Wow. They cleaned. The whole deal. That's amazing. So bragging on them. Wow. It was fantastic. Too. Could it was your like, kids mentor my kids? Yeah. Is that? <laughs> I'm teasing. That's yeah. amazing. So it was. Uh, I. That's I, fun. Yeah, That's it was awesome. super fun. Yeah. So that was a good, good bit of news. How there. many of your kids are in town? Two of the four. Two of the four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one is in Charlotte area where we used to live, and the other is weirdly in Des Moines, Iowa, which I'm pretty sure is just a territory and not an actual <laughs> state or city. Uh, so Des Moines, Iowa. I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. Anyone would ever find themselves there, but I have a child there. Des Moines. Awesome. Yes. De, yeah. Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah. yeah. Des Moines. Yeah. Your week, Sam. Good. It, yeah. It's been good. I've uh, just been, you know, it's been the grind, you know? Yeah. So, um, we but got, a good week. Yeah. We yeah. had some people in for a conference this week. Yeah. We're, um, well, last week. Last Was that last week? Yeah. But I get, yes. Um, that's actually been something I've just been chewing on. Yeah. Really, yeah. really awesome. What so, was the conference? Can um, you say? Uh, yeah, we could say for, yeah. the, for our dear listener. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a conference held here by Voxology, which is mm-hmm. Mike Erie's mm-hmm. um, uh, podcast. podcast, our teaching pastor. Yep. And uh, they did a, a, a ministry to mm-hmm. people who were hanging on by a thread in ministry and they could come and um, talk about it. Yeah. It's actually a good connection to today's topic yeah. right yeah. totally yep. it is yeah yeah so so that's i've really i've been sitting in that a lot mm-hmm. so you know meeting with lots of people this week but out you know other kind of what's been going on personally in me that that it stirred something in me last yeah. week so okay, that's yeah. good yeah 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 how's your relationship with home depot my friend well um <clears throat> shop at lowe's shop no, at- I'm teasing. <laughs> no i'm teasing i'm teasing <laughs> I'm teasing. There's a lot there. If we want to talk about crazy I, that, stories yeah, sometime, that, we can a, dive into that. That is a fantastic yeah. one. How oh, long yeah. does it take Home Depot to put a kitchen in Sam's house? Well, it's supposed to be two weeks. It's been a year and two months yeah, so far. Right. So, yeah. so there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah. right. So um, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I had so, to have an HVA system put in my house last week. Oh, I get to do that upstairs for our upstairs unit yeah, now. Right, yeah, right, that right. one blew up last week yeah, for us. Right. So it's just so lots of fun. Yeah, just things. So a great week. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. in all yeah. seriousness. Yes. It had, like yeah. that has been really just. That's just life happening. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So we, we are going to take the next couple of weeks, a uh, couple, not couple of weeks, our next couple podcasts yeah. and talk about a little bit about con- um, how we deconstruct our faith. And I'm, I'm going to use that word because most people, I would. Uh, we use other words here: journey, detangle, detangle untangle, reorder, uh, reorder. Yeah. Um, I I think the best word for it is actually discipleship, but um, <laughs> we will we will kind of launch into that in yeah. a few minutes. But there is a psychology behind changing one's mind. There is a psychology behind um, how we we change the way we believe, and so we're going to kind of talk about that. But Dave had a question for us to kick this off and. Yeah, I was thinking before we were uh, kicking off today, Yeah, this question of, have you had a fact that you held to be true or an opinion that you held strongly to that you've changed your mind on? Can you think of something specific? Yes. 
<laughs> Several. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few. This one was I was just laughing about it earlier because it's so dumb. Um, and it's actually not a fact, but it was a, a I thought it was a fact. It was a belief. It was a belief, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was a actually a um, I really held this belief mm-hmm. <laughs> as a kid. Um, and it's funny you mentioned pitfall when we were talking about this before with the podcast because that's kind of part of where it started of course right and then movies you know of course but it it, it's (laughs) here we go that um i was going to be just walking somewhere and suddenly a a pit of quicksand was going to open up and and i was going to be sucked under by quicksand and that Um, quicksand was all over. it was everywhere quicksand existed in i it just it just appeared like in sam grew up in indiana yeah yeah that's true (laughs) that is so there was not the quicksand capital of the world yes of course so it is just so well known all the quicksand we have in indiana in the hoosier state yes so that um I, you know, and like I said, about how old were you when you said, "Oh, that's not true"? I, like I was pretty young, thirty-eight, thirty-nine. <laughs> no, I was, I was probably maybe eight or nine when, when mm-hmm. I kind of finally realized that. Oh, it's, I'm not going to suddenly die from quicksand. Maybe mm-hmm. ten. I don't know. I had young a kid. Boy. I had a kid belief that I didn't challenge or didn't think was untrue until I was an adult. Okay, and it's the one we've all heard that if you chew gum and swallow it, it stays in well, your yes. stomach or intestines for, years, for seven, seven years. years yeah. Oh, seven. Yeah, that, that's what I always heard, it was was seven, seven years. years. Yeah. How about watermelon seeds? Did yeah, all of it, you know, seeds and uh, all. Yeah. It's, none of it's true. Totally. It's not yes. even remotely true. Yeah, in yeah. fact, if you think about it, that's an insane thought, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. I think it's it just it was mom tricks. It's in mom your tricks. Stomach for, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your stomach acid will dissolve just about anything. Right, I didn't think... That that was untrue until I don't know, you know. 30. Were you an adult? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I really was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. How about going swimming? You can't go swimming for At half an hour. Thirty after minutes. You eat. Right. That's not true. No. Yeah. But then there's also like, so those are objective facts. Yeah. But then um, subjectively, I'll I'll give you an example. I was thinking of. I used to love certain movies from like the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. That I thought this is a good movie like particularly 80s comedies. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd see them later. Oh. And they're terrible. Yeah. yeah. They're just terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, a, a good example. I used to love Fletch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it isn't. It's not. I mean, the original in-laws thought yeah. it was hilarious. Not funny. Not funny. Mel Brooks, High Anxiety. Not Loved funny. Loved it. Not funny. No. I mean, et cetera. Yeah. So yeah. like, so that's changed. Huh. Yeah. Taste in movies has changed. Okay, here's mine. Okay. This is probably not going to make anybody out there happy. Uh-oh. Um, when I was uh, young and impressionable, let's say in my 20s, okay. I okay. was I was sold a bill of goods that if you elect the right people, they'll do the right thing. Oh. oh. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. No, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's right. A good, that's, that's good. A great, yeah, that's um, really And true. I believed them. And so I was, I was quite attentive to the political activities around me. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I diligently voted. And there was a season in which... Uh, the people that I thought would change the world, all they won, they won the presidency, they won the House, they won the Senate, and nothing changed. Mm. And I be I became enlightened um, <laughs> to the fact that, oh, this is not an end to a, nothing. My this, hope is in the wrong place. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There you there's go. A, there's a realization that came over me when that happened. I thought, oh, this will. They'll actually do what they said. Um, they will, you know, if we get the House and we get the Senate and we have the president, we're going to change all these laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Nothing. Yeah. And so I've pretty much been disinterested in politics ever since. There you go. That's and, a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's really so good. So that has changed for me Yeah, a lot. Wow. I have no faith in the idea that it'll change. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I, that's a perfect lead-in. So <laughs> we're, we're talking about today, yeah. and I've been actually really excited about this podcast because the topics that we've talked about are all really meaty and good, but this is one that I've been personally challenged to think about because mm, right. I, I would say there's not a week that goes by where I don't have a client where this is a conversation that I'm having. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've just been challenged to think well about it. Yeah. I'm not sure I've totally landed where I need to land. And I'll also say, I like to ground things in research, right? I like to, so the things right. I bring here yeah. are like, well, yeah. this isn't just Dave's opinion. Right. This is like, we've got a body of research yeah. or it's informed. Mm-hmm. And I will say, if you look at topics like we've talked about before, trauma, anxiety, yeah. things like that, there are just ma- hundreds of studies about those things. We know a lot. Right. This is not a topic from a research standpoint. We know a lot. So mm-hmm. some of the stuff we're, we're going to talk about is going to be conceptual uh-huh. and yeah. in its infancy. But we're we're going to talk about this whole idea of deconstructing of faith. Right. Yeah. And to me, that's a really important topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it mm-hmm. and it leaves people in odd places. Yeah. And so part of what we also want to talk about, and this has been a question that's been posed to me personally and to yes. Sam, is okay. So I I deconstructed my faith from my childhood. Um, I'm kind of in the process of reconstructing it, but I'm raising kids. Mm-hmm. So now what do I do? How do I, how do I pass on a faith that I'm not sure what and how to, to do that? Mm-hmm. So parenting becomes an issue. I think, I think a lot of things do because the certainty of faith oftentimes is a bedrock in which people stand on. Mm-hmm. And then once you start to kind of shake that a little bit, it, it, um, it destabilizes other arenas. Yeah. 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 It's really good. Yeah. That's exactly true is you, you know, you have people that grew up with a faith and then they've gone through a process of really pushing back on it. Mm -hmm. Now they have kids and they're Mm -hmm. like, do I just maintain this same thing? Or right. Yeah. Maybe I don't believe it. And am I maintaining a facade and right. Or do I need to rethink what I just rethought? I mean, all of it. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. And I think we are in the throes of it. Uh, culturally Mm -hmm. absolutely Um, and uh, when i say that i mean the united states is in the throes of it um there are pockets i'm sure that are not there are people that are firmly holding on to whatever their traditional views are um and and god bless them uh on the other side of that coin though is we seem to be collecting yeah um a group of people that are willing to ask the questions and um, are working on reordering their faith. Well, I think some of that stems from we've been asking those, those questions, questions, right? So right. we're, we're mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know. Yeah, so I was, uh, just an antidote to kind of start us off, uh, I was uh, in, um, we do a class at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't even know we can call it a class. It's qu- We call it like Convos with Kevin. Convos with Kev. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's ba- creative. It's, it's, it's Convo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's with uh, people who have been in the first gathering, heard the message, and then come out and they want to talk about it. They right. just have questions, and we we end up having these questions. And there was a there was a couple in there um, that asked me a question on Sunday that I had to really think about. They said, "When did you start reordering your faith?" Hmm. And um, and I and and the answer to that question is is when I was 19 years old. Hmm. I, I 
my I was 19 years old. My 21 year old brother died in a freak accident, and I started asking questions: Is this really real? Like I I sat out outside of a hospital room for three days praying that God would heal him, and He didn't. Mm. And so there's this um, there was this cynicism that kind of set in. There was questions that set in. There was is this really real? Can 21 year olds men don't just die, mm-hmm. you know? So you face your mortality, you face a lot of things. And so I started to ask harder questions that didn't have answers of platitudes of, oh, you know, God's got it. You know, God, he would, you told me, you know, God needed another, yeah, I needed angel, another angel, angel or, you know, yeah. or all the things, yeah, that, all the things say. that you say and you yeah. hear, and it's like, this isn't satisfying. This doesn't answer any questions. It was like horse crap yeah. when, the, when and, we get those And answers. your heart, your heart is broken and then I you know I was also telling Sam that I had to do a couple of funerals for people whose babies died mm-hmm. when I was a pastor they Sid's deaths and and that those moments go wait a minute when I Sid's is sudden infant crib syndrome or death, death syndrome, death syndrome yeah. and, and and it's it's tragic and it's like it's unexplainable and you wonder where God is and so in all of those moments I was asking different questions I was asking questions of if if this is really true then what where are you and what is going on because um, this doesn't seem right so I kind of went back to that moment so I've kind of been in this reconstruction of my faith from my childhood mm-hmm. most of my adult life yeah yep perfect setup yeah yeah I mean it's similar I, I I, I probably was a little older. You were, yeah. When, when my my kind of questions about what I'd always grown up in yeah. started, um, I think the way I've seen it affect us and our family is in the way it is in our parenting. That's one of the tangible places that I see, right? How, as we, you know, kind of tried to spit out the bones and keep the meat, and then what are what is the what is new that we're learning? Um, it it shaped how we disciplined, mm-hmm. how we yep. viewed our kids. Like there was a lot of that. So yeah. um, this conversation is exciting to me because it it really speaks to what we've re- mm-hmm. not. Re- I mean, really recently mm-hmm. walked through with our kids. So right. yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, this is perfectly set up because I, I th- this is lived in for all of us right and right. for our community right and it's stuff that we're struggling with and the the first thing i'll say is and this is what we need to launch into is when we use the word deconstruction i actually think we're talking about different things mm-hmm. okay i don't think we're talking about one thing it's not a singular definition yeah, for I, people yeah i think we're talking about three or maybe four things wow. which I, i'll we'll speak to in a second okay and then the second is that I just want to affirm that it's a good thing, not a yeah, bad thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what one of the distinctives of journey is that we're not afraid of it. Right. And it's, there's a willingness to go, mm-hmm. look where you are is where you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's okay to have all of this going on mm-hmm. in your head. Yeah. So just affirming it as, you know, you don't have to hide it. It's, right. it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm going to share is out of reading some, of the early literature and trying to reconceptualize this, but this may not hold up. Like if I, we did a okay. podcast later, I might have a different way okay. of saying it. All right. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Here's, I think deconstruction has three, maybe four things that are part of it. Okay. And I'm going to be like a good Baptist preacher. They're okay. all going to start Ooh. with the letter R. Oh, oh wow. here we go. Easy to remember. Let me get my notes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah get yeah, your yeah. notes out. Oh, yeah. Just to, I realize when you have a list of things on a podcast, it's hard to hang, remember. Hang yeah, your totally. yeah. hat on. Okay, so 
The first one, I think sometimes deconstruction, uh, the people that are deconstructing are what I'll term rejectors, meaning they're right. done. Mm -hmm. yep. Like reconstruction for them is peace out. Yeah. I am finished. Absolutely. Yep. And so they may have had some personal crisis mm -hmm. or intellectual challenge or something go on and they're like, off I go. Oh, I'm out. Done. Yep. But a lot of reconstruction are the other things. And the other things would be, the term I'm going to use for the second one is a reshaper, mm. which is someone who is challenging their faith. Mm -hmm. It's the term that you use, Sam, is perfect. Like spit out the bones, okay. right? You know, yeah. it's like keep the meat, spit out the bones. Right. That's a reshaper. It's, mm -hmm. it's like a, there's something here that I want to retain, but I've got to really push back on it, interrogate it, see if it holds up. Yeah. And so I think those folks are reshaping their own personal faith. And then similar, and this is one that might be the same idea, but it's a little different in its expression. I would say there are reformers mm -hmm. and the reformers are people that are not just challenging their own faith, but they're part of faith communities that they're actively challenging mm -hmm. that faith community. Mm, right. It's yep. not just their, their faith is personally being challenged, but they are challenging the faith community in this way. Yeah. Like yeah. this is how we used to be or used to think. Yeah. And this is where we need to yeah. consider or go. I, I think change our minds. Right. Journey is in a process of being that kind of a reforming, reforming community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And then the, the fourth one, which I think we don't think about or talk about, I'm going to use the term retirers. Hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, in, in culture now we talk about people who don't, technically quit their job but they quiet quit their right. job yeah 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 this is quiet quitting this yeah. is people that are burnout exhausted uh -huh. and they're not at the place of like they they might not even have the emotional energy to chuck the whole thing right or they might not or they might have other things that keep them stuck but they've kind of quit yeah you yeah. know they're just yeah. they're just worn out yeah. and they're like they're i know kinda, they're yeah. almost apathetic right kind of done yeah. and yeah. if I you know, ask them i know people like that yeah they might say yeah. You know, uh, I still believe it, but it's kind of like, and and often these are people who've been in ministry, mm -hmm. right? They've been yep. in ministry, they've been through yep. the the buzzsaw, yep. and then they're just like, they don't want to say, I don't believe it anymore, but they don't not want to say that. They're just kind of like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just sort of mm. going through the motions. They yeah. often don't go to church. They don't right. practice spiritual disciplines. Yep. So I would say, so the rejectors are, I'm out. Yep. Yep. The uh, reshapers are the people who are challenging their own personal faith. Yep. And I think that's a lot of what we're going to talk about. Those yeah. people. Yeah. And then the reformers who are like, I've done the work on it. And now I'm bringing that into mm -hmm. the faith community itself to yep. challenge the, the larger community. And then the retirers mm -hmm. who yep. are, who are quiet quitting. Let, right. let me ask a question here. Cause this is really fascinating. Mm -hmm. Like what you've identified with this. Um, Cause as I even look at these and I think through my mm -hmm. process of this, mm -hmm. I think I hit more, I, I hit multiples of these yeah, in that so. process, mm -hmm. right? Yep, yep. Like I even retire mm -hmm. where I was just kind of like, uh, what, yeah, like a, yeah. you know, and then something spur, you know, right on. But yeah, I, okay. I'm not sure there's sort of like fixed boxes. Okay. Okay. It feels like the boundaries between them are a little permeable okay. where you can be like, right. I was in this place where I essentially had quiet quit my faith and then it got reinvigorated. Okay. Right. I think there are people here in this journey community 100%. that are like that, that are yeah. like kind of, I checked out and I was, yeah, you know, I, I wasn't um, going to say I'm completely out, right. But I was functionally out. Yeah. And now I'm getting revitalized. And I, I have a lot of those conversations. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. So I would say 
again, we just want to affirm where people are. That's, right. That's a good yeah, thing. That's good. And I'd, and I'd also add to that, just, just to the, I, I think the categories are good. Mm -hmm. They kind of frame up like people, like I've rejected some things I believed when I was younger Absolutely. In, in my faith, like just flat out rejected certain elements that I was taught. Right. And, um, and so, but I've also kind of, you know, there's things in the faith that I go, eh, well, whatever, yeah. you know, and, and so, but, but I think as we mature in the faith, we begin to see God more fully. Mm -hmm. And also we begin to see God, um, as other than us. Mm. So we stop creating him in our own image. And we start to see him as he really is. And then I think that's the healthiest form of, I'll use your word, reshaping mm. or reordering my faith is, oh, I'm, I'm actually following somebody who, who I can't fully grasp and understand. Yeah. Mm. And yet he condescends to me and gives me peeks into that window. Mm -hmm. And he's always <laughs> with me. That's the, that's the part for me when I look back on the history of, of my reordering of my faith over the last... 40 years has been an ongoing dialogue with God in those um, moments of, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's underlying all of what we're saying is there is a dynamic element to this, meaning it's fluid and moving. Yes. It's not like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm in this box and that's it. Right. Uh, in fact, we'd be concerned about people who they, the faith of their childhood, they never push back on, yeah, never challenged, never right. interrogated. Right. That'd be concerning. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And it should right. be, and they should do that. Right. And so, you know, there, there might be people that even say, look, I'm out. And then they kind of mm -hmm. mosey back in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then they start to say, what do I want to keep and what's true and what's not true. Right. And then maybe even get to the place of being, uh, where I, I want to take, this into a larger community right. and be part. And that's, I've seen that for myself where I think I hit a place of the kind of classic deconstruction of, I'm not sure this is true and mm -hmm. I'm not sure this is true. And am yeah. I still good at the, at the core? Right. I think so. Yeah. But I think these other cultural things yeah. are cultural appendages that don't fit. Right. Can I pull all that stuff apart? Yeah. And for the early part of that, for me, I felt like, it almost felt like I was doing something bad. Right. Absolutely. Right. But then I realized, oh, this is actually really good. Yes. And then it freed me up to feel like, okay, now I can take ideas and affiliate with a, mm -hmm. a church community where we can push this to greater health. And I think that's part of what we're trying well, to do. Well, and here. I think I think part of the reason that's a struggle for people is because we've been told it's bad. Right. Like we don't you don't question. Yeah. Right? Like at right. least in in the context that right. I grew up in. I felt I felt mm -hmm. that way. I don't know that it was ever Right. framed exactly mm -hmm. that way but that was what was taught yeah and you right. think about how jesus said you've heard it said but i tell you yeah mm -hmm. i feel like most weeks we'll use when mike's up there yeah you've heard this but, but i tell you but i tell you it's this yeah yeah and not i'm telling you but this is yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this some is some scholarship around yeah yeah in a way that you believe and right. ran by or at least right. say oh i'm open to a it new way of saying that, that yeah right. questions and yeah my mm -hmm. uh i grew up in a church king james only i don't know oh, if wow. either of you grew up in a church like that um, nope. Can I tell you a real Not quick that. thing about yeah. I was in, uh, a, an ice cream store where I grew up in, <laughs> in Norfolk, Virginia, Virginia mm -hmm. beach area. I was in an ice cream store and these two guys in white shirts stood in the back and they were like, ah. mm, this ice cream sure looks good. 
but it's nothing compared to the oh riches that we will have in Jesus for those who believe and read the King James Bible. No, oh, my God. No. So they were like they were doing mm-hmm. ice cream store evangelism. By, yeah. You know, yeah. So oh, Lord. Definitely a King James. Yeah. And Dave got church. saved that I day. I did. And that day. That's yes. when you accepted Jesus. With butter, brickle, ice cream, <laughs> and Jesus. Yes. <laughs> That's right. But my mom, early on in my ministry, would chastise me because I use the NIV or I would use wow. the NASB. And so it's, it's, and I would be like, okay, mom, you know, let it rest. Mm-hmm. You know, there, this, so there's, there's, so this part, there's, I never understood reading the King James Version of the Bible because it's Old English. Yeah, you know why you didn't understand it? Because it it, the words mean different things. Because it doesn't today. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. But having gone to school and doing certain yeah. you know, work and things, and I was Going like... Going to actual seminary. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. Changed that. Mm-hmm. Right. So so I've changed my mind like yeah. about a number of things. Totally. That, And I still think there's a... Is, is it, Dave, I'm just going to ask you this question in your experience, are there personalities or personality types that mm-hmm. lend themselves more mm. to changing their mind than others? Or am I, I know that we kind of talked about personality in a previous podcast. I don't want to get knee deep into that, but it feels like there's some people that are much more amenable to, mm-hmm. oh, you've, you presented a different fact. I hadn't thought about that's a good that. Question. There's, like a, there's like a, a curiosity gene in them that's not in other gene, mm. other people. Or if it's in there, it's suppressed. Or, um, and and so they wrestle with, yeah. But if and and this is the other comment. I, I know I'm am loading a lot onto the table load here, it, but load it. There's I've talked to people who feel it's an offense to change the way that they think about God or their theology about their their beliefs about God because it might offend their family. And if my mom was wrong about it. Yeah. Yep. Or my it's grandma a, was wrong. It's a about generational it. question. It's a disrespect. Yeah. So it, what it you're feels sa- like. Yeah. Because what you're saying to oh, me is, yeah. my whole family's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I no, I'm not trying to say that. But if it feels that way, I don't even know what I've had t- conversations like that multiple times in my over my years of ministry. Oh yeah. Where people have sat in my office and and said, I am so torn. Right. Because what you say sounds right, but my family would tell you. Mm-hmm something totally opposite. Mm-hmm. And if I believe you, then I'm betraying all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it, that's that's <laughs> the layers go. on this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. that it's not just a pure like, oh, I don't think cognitively I believe that anymore. It's like, right. oh, I've got to wrestle with all these layers of my own family and now my family that I'm starting and yeah. all the kind of intertwining of it. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And um, it's, it makes the... the the point that this is highly complex for people and very difficult. And, yeah. and it's in some senses, you know, we all want a sense of certainty. So in one sense, it's a little easier just to go, let me just be done. Yeah. Right. Rather yeah. than I'm in the muckety muck of it and yeah. trying to wrestle with how can this, this be yeah. true, but the other stuff be just a cultural attachment. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hard to do. And just, or just pretend. Right. And that's, mm. you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm just going through the motions yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. pretending. Yeah. And, and certainly people do that. Right. For sure. So it, that kind of leads to this other idea of um, why do people do this? And <laughs> we've already touched on this. It's it, it, if we think about different domains. Oh, I, I want to come back to your personality question. Okay. Too. Yeah. 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 Should I do that first? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So this is all speculation, but I'm going to tell you, and, and 
I mean this sincerely. Yeah. That's actually a really good research question is to take the personality framework that we talked about, which was the ocean yeah. anal- mm-hmm. uh, acronym and see if that matches with certain types of uh, uh, faith journeys. Okay. That would be really, really good. I don't think it's out there. Right. But that'd be super good to do. Yeah. So I'm, might take up the mantle on it but here's um awesome yeah here's the the acronym again uh ocean these are the the five personality traits that seems like all major personality tests are actually measuring right and the acronym is ocean o-c-e-a-n openness which is openness to new ideas new thoughts new experiences uh c is conscientiousness which is being dutiful responsible neat orderly extroversion Mm as opposed to introversion being extroversion outgoing energized by people a agreeableness which is being you know pleasant friendly versus being disagreeable and then neuroticism which is being prone to negative emotion right as you were talking about it my mind went to if i had a, a theory i'd say four of the five have some level of okay predictive ability and i would say uh openness conscientiousness agreeableness and neuroticism in this direction my guess would be and that's usually what you do in research is you make a a prediction you say Mm -hmm. based on what we know this is the prediction my prediction would be openness would respond uh, would would correlate very highly with uh people who do deconstruct okay right by nature these are people that are open to new thoughts Mm -hmm. and ideas and so when other when they're exposed to those new maybe previously they grew up in a family a christian school a church community a christian college they didn't have a lot of exposure and then when they are they're like oh oh there's other ways to see this oh, there's other ways to see the world i value other ways to look at things yeah then i would say conscientiousness would go in the opposite direction i mm. think people who are conscientious tend to be much more I want sameness and order and predictability. Like a loyalty to that right. idea, to that concept. Exactly. Okay, so yeah. I would imagine that they would be more um, connected mm-hmm. to uh, just staying where they have been. Okay. That's my guess. Yeah. Uh, then agreeableness, I actually think would probably go in the direction of um, highly agreeable. And this is the one that I have the biggest question about. Yeah. But someone who's highly agreeable would probably be more like a conscientious person, where someone who's more disagreeable would be like, oh, oh, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, right, like right, they, right, right. Or would an agreeable person be kind of yes in both? Right. You know what I mean? And that's like where the... I'm like, I, it, you could make the the case it could go either way. <laughs> right. And and I also think the same thing for for uh, neuroticism is that I think there's some people that they're you know, they're kind of wrestling with negative emotion yeah. may push them away and some that might make them Draw. Uh, hold to mm, okay. because they need the sort of right. the certainty of the it. anchoring. But that's it. a yeah. really good, we don't have the answer to that, but okay. it's a great good. question. Really yeah, is. that's awesome. Yeah. But okay. So back to why do people do it? If you think about different domains of people's lives, you know, we have the spiritual domain mm-hmm. um, and you also have the cognitive, Yeah, you have the, uh, emotional, you have the social, and you have others, but let's just for our purposes, mm-hmm. usually when people go through a process of deconstruction, there's some kind of personal crisis yeah. or challenge in one of those areas. Yeah. So the, the first one would be there's often a cognitive challenge, mm-hmm. and that has to do with beliefs. Mm-hmm. I was told these things, and I do not believe that they are true, or I believe they may not be true. 
And what this is something we do know from research about half of people that are serious doubters, chuck the faith. Okay. So about 50%, I think the number is 45% of people that would be serious doubters of faith. The, the, where this ends is I'm gone. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, so, so in the cognitive realm, often people, uh, the, where they land is to depart. Then the emotional realm would be the people that are um, having a personal event that, like a loss of a child. Yeah. To right. Use your example. Yeah. Or um, they're upset by other Christians, or mm. yeah. they have a personal struggle or issue that they're they can't see how that squares with right. their faith. Yep. And then the last one would be social or relational, which would be where they feel like the, the faith community wasn't there for them. Mm. They feel a lack of support. They feel rejected. They feel like their needs are not met. Mm. But there's some kind of, in one of those major areas, or both, or, or more than one, above, or all or, the above, yeah, right. there's some kind of pressure around, uh, now you, what are you going to do with this yeah. when it comes to your your faith, faith. Mm-hmm. right so you reevaluate so that's what i think wow. kind of drives this thing yeah yeah that's good mm-hmm. and so the um the process of changing one's mind then mm-hmm. is pressure pointed yeah hmm. what you're saying i would say yeah I, I, it would be almost always now it might not be extraordinary pressure in the way of like i'm faced with you know some huge life event like it's not a like a divorce sophie's always, choice right, thing or something but right, definitely or, or a, a big moment but but there's some kind of pressure it's, yeah it might be an intellectual pressure point or it might be an emotional pressure point or it might be a relational or social pressure point but there's something it's not just i'm floating through life everything's good in fact that's why people often don't is that they've had been in this hermetically sealed yeah world that says believe these things and you'll be okay yeah. and do this thing. And this is the way that, and we're going to stay in this sort of fenced in area and we're going to be all good. And it's only when the that bubble gets happen, popped, then it's like, Oh wait. Yeah. Right. Is it good. helpful for the listener? Whoever the listener out there is our one good listener, <laughs> dear <laughs> listener. Thank you. Yes. And we are appreciative <laughs> to know that pressure point when one starts to deconstruct. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and I would say they're all valid. Oh yeah, you know, if if you've had a child die, it's a valid place to get to. Of like, is God really there? Does God care about me? Is mm-hmm. God powerful? Right. If you start confronting things about what you've believed, like you must read only the King James Bible or right. a thousand other things, yeah, that you're like, that's mm. not true. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. So then, what is you true? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's okay. Like if 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 you've been in a church community that preaches one thing and does another in terms of yeah. supporting you, being there for you in your worst moment and all that stuff. And you feel like that didn't happen. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. To, to All these things are valid points of, of um, beginning this process of deconstruction. And again, we've said it twice already. I will say it again. This is not a bad thing, right? It's yeah. okay. Like th- this sort of chopping away of the things that maybe aren't really the core of the faith. Mm-hmm. And reforming it, rebuilding it, yeah, um, I would argue is really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. And so with that, the um, as you wrestle with faith, and you wrestle with, and part of what makes this conversation difficult is it's so individualized. It feels very individualized mm. when I talk to people, 
it's like there isn't this common experience mm -hmm. other than I just have a lot of questions about what I was taught or I just have, you know, God didn't show up when I needed him or, um, you know, mm -hmm. there's, it, it feels very, um, lack of a better word, individualized. It's not a, it, I suppose it could be a community thing, uh, a group of well, people. Well, you know, what's interesting is I hear a lot of a, this, a similar, like this is the starting point. Uh-huh. And they're very, but they're unique. Each story is unique That's as to mean. the why, but there is a yeah. commonness in the what it, the pressure or whatever, the point that brought them to that point. Which brings them to this place right. of starting to ask the questions. Ask the and, questions of God. And, yep. And, and some people fear that. Mm -hmm. There's a fear that's attached to that. So um, somebody sits down in your office and says, hey, I've eroded away my uh, faith. Um, I feel kind of like I'm drifting in the world now. I don't know. You know, and this is this is the other thing that happens. Is something fills that void, right, or not? Well, maybe not right away. Maybe that's the the struggle. Maybe that's why I see them. <laughs> yeah, right. Is it's that they're, they're like they? This was a big part of my life. This was this was my community, my people. Yeah. This is what I believed. So I've now felt like the things I believe, the people that I affiliate with, have all been yanked out from under me, and I'm left adrift. Mm -hmm. so it's not always like and now i'm a buddhist or something you know it's not like i right. found this other replacement thing right. or this other yeah. behavior that i'm going to replace it with. not always sometimes okay. it's just like i am completely adrift because my sense of self and identity has been so wrapped up in this yeah and and that that again is what makes this incredibly challenging for people right one of the other reasons why people don't do this, there's a, there's a concept in psychology called the sunk cost fallacy. The sunk cost fallacy is, <laughs> right? It's like if, you, if you've started a business, let's say you decide I'm going to open the, the pie shop, you know, yeah. Ooh. The, and I love pies and we make the pie shop. Yeah. And uh, this literally happened around the corner from where I live. <laughs> like the, the month that all the stores shut down, this pie shop opened up oh, during the no. pandemic. Oh, and I'm like, gosh. no disaster, right? Yeah. It's, uh, invariably it's going to, and they hung in there for like, and you never saw a single person in there. Wow. Uh, uh, and they probably had great pies. Yeah. But, and it, so it wasn't their fault, but, you you start a venture and then you're committed to it. Mm. This is going to work. You pour more money, more resources, more emotional. Oh, gosh. And you're in and then you keep pouring in to yes. that thing. Because you've put, got so much into it. Right. So we do that in all kinds of it. Businesses, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. relationships, all kinds of things. It's <laughs> like that we're... we're churches. Churches, yep. right. So good. That's, and so some of it is like, well, think about this is one of the biggest things in a person's life, especially if it's been very central to them. Yeah, is like, well, this really was the um, uh, the the example I heard when I was in college is you've got these different areas of your life, like um, you've got your friends and you've got your uh, you know family and you've got your career and all, and each of those is a drawer in your life. Where does Jesus or where does faith fit in? Right. Well, it's the dresser itself that all these drawers right. fit into, right? right, right yeah. So right, it's, yeah. the, it's the organizing yeah. uh, thing that holds everything together, right. which I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad yeah. analogy per se, but imagine when that Well, comes, now I'm going to tear it down. Right. Oof. It's like, where do my drawers go? <laughs> <laughs> careful, right. careful. Oh, yeah, I guess I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Double meaning, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. again, that's what makes us super, it's like, am I willing to do that? So yeah. Some people 
have all these questions, all these doubts, all these struggles, and they're hanging on, but they're not necessarily, you know, at a place of like, I'm working this out as much as they are just like, I'm just hanging on for dear life. Because ca- right? I don't have that ordered thing. Right. So now my room's chaos. Right. So what do I do with I have this? to have it, but I can't have it. You know, yeah. it's like, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't work for me in the way it was anymore, yeah. but I don't have anything great. to organize me. So what do people normally do? Mm-hmm. What do they do in those moments? Like, do they, is there a realization that kind of falls over them? I kind of walk through it over a period of time for yeah. me. Me too. And so for me, it was like, oh, okay, that's, what they told me about God, just that that's not accurate. So I'm going to recalibrate. I'm going to learn. Yeah. I'm going to have somebody, I'm going to talk to somebody. I'm going to work it out. Um, but is isolation part of the problem then is, is part of being like, I, a lot of people I've talked to, they, they feel alone. They've in, been holding it. Alone yeah. They, they're scared to, to, cause if I say it out loud, then, yes, then, then that somehow is my yeah, reality now. And right. And if even I, if I'm just asking questions, right. You know, and if I tell my parents that, or if I tell my uh, coworkers that, or if I tell my friends that they're, I'm going to be on the wrong side of this fence mm-hmm. and therefore I will be rejected. Well, you, I think that's interesting, Kev, because I think I feel the same way. Like my process, I feel like my process was more of a, a question at a time rather mm-hmm. than just the whole thing, thing at once. Right. And I, and maybe that's a way that right. reordering happens. And it yeah. sounds like that's was the way well, it happened for us, but yeah. others it's like, initially for me, it was like, yeah. When I, when I, when I came out from underneath my brother dying and stepping mm-hmm. out and, and, and being 19 years old, I was like, I don't know, is this really real? Cause yeah. And, and so I kind of did, Throw the big event. Yeah, yeah the big kind of like, I'm going to okay. throw it out okay. there and go. Fair enough. And then ask, you know, and it, there wasn't, it wasn't enough for me to reject it completely. Right. It was enough for me to go, okay, if you're really real, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I end up here. <laughs> 33 years in ministry. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So it's, And not everyone ends up there. Right. Right. And yeah, for me, if someone comes in, sometimes they've already done the the cooking on it and they come in they're like i'm done yeah other times and i'd say more often they're in this process of uh, my head is just spinning or about to pop off right um and so i i said before in an earlier podcast i am pathologically moderate i'm also (laughs) pathologically patient and i think i'm i'm just a sure and steady wins the race guy so i want to provide a safe place have honest conversations, right. not feel like I'm trying to come at them with some sort of like yeah. sneaky agenda, which I think, by the way, in reflection on how we were, it's kind of like the uh-huh. the guys in the ice cream store. It's like, oh, I'm being really clever talking about ice cream. Yeah. You're not being clever at all. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Everybody th- knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People see through your conversations yeah, where you're right. like, I'm trying to make you be this thing. Yes. That's right. Good. But I will say if I do have an agenda, my agenda would be, Let's have an honest conversation right. and be open to right. the possibility that there may be a kernel or, or, a, or a nucleus to this thing that holds up when all the other stuff doesn't hold yeah, up. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, and, and could we be open to that possibility? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I'm trying to contend for with, with most people who are wrestling with this is like, if they land at a spot that they're like, I'm out, I still want to have the posture toward them of, yeah. I care about them and I'm for yeah. them. But often they're really, really wrestling, and I want them to feel like let's wrestle well yeah. with it, yeah, mm-hmm. and let's leave open possibilities, yeah, yeah, right. And and this again um, moves us 
I, I don't want to beleaguer this this today because we're gonna we're gonna pick it up for our again here in our next episode. But it is to it is to say to us as a community, we value the questions, we value the reordering, we value um, even the even the um, rejection. We yeah. we value all of it and want to help people kind of walk through a not necessarily a prescribed order of events or a even try to sell you ice cream we're not mm -hmm. um we've we believe um unapologetically that jesus is who he said he was and and we That's invite right. people into that we're not we're not pretending any otherwise, but I think the difference is we're we're curious. We hold we allow curiosity to mm -hmm. be at the core, which is what's the story? What right. like what what happened and why? And right. then we can sit in that with people, yep. right? So it moves us out of a place of judgment or and, and into like just yeah. this hearing their story. And it's really healthy and to shed some of the things that just aren't true about That's God. That's right. That's and, right. And some of the things that don't aren't helpful in your walk with God. And we want to help do that as well. Absolutely. And we also, as we're going to probably talk about in much greater detail next week, is how do we how do we live life parenting mm -hmm. or doing a job or whatever it is um, while we're in this in the throes of questions? Yeah. And uh, I think it's a healthy place to be. Yeah. It's just it's sometimes hard to navigate because the, the, the certainty uncertainty thing can kind of throw you. Yeah. So we invite you back. Um, remember. You're going to find us on Journey on My Mind. So go to your podcast place, wherever that is. It's Apple or Spotify or Anchor and uh, look us up. And if you like this, please give us a rating and share Subscribe. it with other people. Let them know uh, where to find this because we, we would really like to reach as many people as we can with yeah. this information. So you guys have a great day. See you in a couple weeks. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you would share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram story and tag us at journey underscore TN. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app.